And welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am High Energy Harrison Fagan, and we are done. We have left Tokyo and the Tokyo Drift, and we are bringing you another movie a week later. I think this is like a new record, at least. Well, no, it definitely is a new record for 2022 in terms of episode turnaround time, because we've only done one episode in 2022. But we are back. We are going to be watching a movie that I have been told is special. I have not actually seen it yet. Uh, Mia has seen it. Mia is here, as always, my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Agraviador. And we are joined by a very special guest, the biggest Kings and Clippers fan that I know, Christian Rivas, who grew up, you know, on this movie, Nacho Libre. Christian, how's it going? They were going to say grew up in Sacramento and then moved to LA as a teenager, <laughs> which is why he's both a Kings and Clippers fan. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I just, you're just on the bandwagon, you know, the famous <laughs> Kings bandwagon that many people have been jumping on for the last two decades. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm ecstatic. I love this movie. Uh, and so I, I wouldn't consider myself an expert, but I, I, there are fun facts that when we get around to it, I will be able to contribute because oh, nice. listen, Uh-oh. I've watched this movie, right? Mm-hmm. But I've also watched interviews and like mini documentaries about this movie. I love this movie. (laughs) All right. Well, that answers our normal first question about like, you know, do you like the movie? Um, And you failed to say that I also watched the movie too. Oh, I'm so sorry. I also grew up on this movie. Okay. Mia also grew up on this movie, everyone. I'm sorry. (laughs) Do you feel better? Yes, I feel better. No, I mean, I I saw your eyes light up because Christian's like, I've done research. I have fun facts. And Mia's like, all right, my prep time for this episode just went down by five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Yeah, but this was, I, I want to make clear, this was not in preparation for this podcast. I just had it ready. No, I, it's like, okay. you know, it's like on CNN or like on like a broadcast news station where they bring in like someone, like they, they didn't just research for that segment. Like they are the world's foremost expert on that topic coming to talk to you on a broadcast, like TV news or sports news or whatever it is. And for Nacho Libre, that might be you. I mean, I get... I don't know. I guess maybe the people involved in making the movie no, might be more qualified, but they also might be more busy. So <laughs> it could be you. Not Definitely even Jack Black himself. <laughs> yeah. Our, our rewind and re- designated rewind and reconsider Nacho Libre correspondent, Christian Rebus. Uh, Christian, I guess then, like, how many times have you seen this movie if you're this obsessed with it? Like, how recently? When was the last time you watched it? <sighs> mm, it it's been a minute because I've been trying to consume. Like I, I have a rule right now where I don't rewatch uh, things I've already seen uh, because there are just so many things I haven't seen. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Haven't seen okay. Breaking Bad. Okay. Succession. Oh. Um. Like. What do you watch? The then? golden age of TV. I just missed out on uh, because I watch things produced by like Marvel and Lucasfilm. Uh, <laughs> so okay. that's and the he's only too time busy keeping up with his Kings and Clippers, you know, <laughs> just to, keeping up with two basketball teams is really hard, especially mm-hmm. when they're both in the same conference. Yeah. And, especially when they're both really, really good too. Yeah. Especially this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so the last time I watched this movie, now that I think about it is, uh, for my 22nd birthday, which was almost, Oh God. No, no, no. 22nd, 23rd. A month ago? No, no, no. 
it'll it's like three years ago now i had a nacho libre themed birthday party oh that's cool uh, and we had a screening like outside on a projector i was a little tipsy that night so i didn't like fully watch it but that's the last time i uh i had it on and how many well, times would you estimate you've seen it good lord um growing up i had a i had a tv in my car uh like my parents car oh in okay the back. so uh that was a movie that we frequented when we were in the car. So I don't know, north of 50 times for sure. So you could definitely recite this movie. Oh, word for word. Okay. Doesn't even need to watch it for the second half <laughs> of this no. podcast. Mia, when this was the last movie, time this you movie saw does it? have this movie does have very iconic lines. Yeah. A lot I of mean, iconic moments. You guys are playing it up. I I'm not the biggest Jack Black fan. You know, I think I made that clear on the School of Rock episode. But you liked him in that movie, though. Yeah, no, he he turned me. So I'm hoping that he can kind have... of turn me around in this one. And maybe I will become a Jack Black fan. Maybe I've just seen the wrong things. What have what you have seen you him seen? in? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't know. Like, I think mostly <laughs> just movie trailers. Uh, and I found him, like, annoying. But... So you haven't seen Kung Fu Panda? Uh, I mean, I went on the ride at Universal, and oh, I didn't find his God. performance that enthralling. So, oh, okay, yeah, that's just, that was close. That's enough, a representation right? of the whole franchise, I guess. Listen. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of throw you in there. They really assume you've seen the movie. I was there was a lot of the lore that I was not caught up on. Uh, you know, for the Universal Kung Fu Panda ride. <laughs> to me, it seems you haven't consumed enough Jack Black content to form like uh, yeah, this you're movie. You're not warranted. School of Rock. Tropic Thunder and Kung Fu Panda are like. Oh, I liked him in Tropic Thunder. Okay, so <laughs> maybe then... I don't hate Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, I don't just, think you did do. We solve this on the on the pod. <laughs> My feud with Jack Black is over. He's a giant Lakers fan. He's in comedies. I should like this guy. You should. He's like basically an Adam Sandler, but shorter. Yeah, Maybe this I, is the movie that finally gets me to like him. I don't know. Do, you, do before we before we wrap up and actually go watch this thing, do uh, do both of you think it's going to hold up? I'm assuming so, based on you know your previous remarks. I think so. I think it will still hold up. It's that kind of like weird humor that's kind of trending right now too, where it's just random. I think I don't know if you agree with me, Christian. But Christian, are like we going to cancel Jack Black after well, this episode? Well, okay, that is the I guess age well part. I would say it depends on who you are, I guess. Um, I obviously come from a uh, Hispanic household and we love this movie. Um, but if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of the complaints with this movie is that Jack Black is basically doing a caricature of uh, somebody that lives in Mexico, uh, but not really. like. That is that is where we get into the borderline, like, does it age well? Does it hold up territory? To me, yes. I think his portrayal... It's not offensive. ...is self-aware, and it is very clearly the joke. Like, you're laughing at him. Uh, but, I mean, other people might... You, as an uh, Anglo man, may feel differently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, But I don't mind it. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. It'll be interesting. I haven't seen this movie in a while, so it will be interesting to see how it holds up in this day and age. Well, I mean, we'll see if it's better than the Kung Fu Panda ride. But um, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go watch this movie, and we will be right back to start hashtag Jack Black is over party. 
right, and we're back. We all just watched Nacho Libre, and before we get into it, Harrison, since he hasn't seen the movie, is going to do the 60-second summary, and he has told me he is pretty confident that he's going to make it this time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to make it under 30 seconds. This is not a complicated movie. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. And go. All right, so Jack Black grows up in an orphanage in Mexico, and he's tired of making the worst food in the world, so he decides to make friends with a homeless burglar and wrestle to afford salad for the orphans so that he can get a nun to fall in love with him. And he takes on the identity of Nacho Libre to do this. He just basically gets beat up for money for a while and then eventually wins against, like, the best wrestler in Mexico and buys a tour bus for the orphans the end. All right. 26 seconds. I told you. Okay. Did I get it? I got I think I got most of it. Um Yeah, you kind of did, I guess. I think I hit the I think I hit the main points of the plot. What do you think, Christian? Well, I don't know. I guess I never thought about it as <laughs> his motivating factor for getting into wrestling was to make that woman fall in love with him. I thought it was, it's always been his dream though. Regardless yeah. of the nice well, that's sort of, why. but then you know it was uh, uh, he wanted to get better food for the orphans to show this woman that he could provide for their children if they were to break their vow of celibacy. No, yeah. I think he just really liked orphans. It, it, well, that's I, I think it's a common. I think he yeah. like really. Uh, he wanted enjoyed, to make her like, salads instead of like the worst <laughs> beans in the world. The notoriety aspect played like a like a big role too, but for the most part, I think. He had a good heart. It's a layered story. It is. uh, But you hit all the key points. (laughs) So Harrison, now that you've watched this movie, uh, is there anything you did like about this movie? Well, Mia. (laughs) Let's get that out of the way. Um, You know, I was trying to think about that. And I think I laughed once during the training montage when they're like throwing beehives at each other and stuff. Um, Once. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what else. The ending was kind of funny when he did like the flying eagle and like Jack Black. Like Jack Black, Nacho, Nacho should have been playing in the NBA if he could jump like 20 feet from the ring to take that guy down. Like he absolutely should have been like a Muggsy Bogues esque point guard in the league. He chose the wrong calling. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, there are a couple of parts where I laughed like, I can't believe I'm watching this. Um, but That's yeah, the whole I really, movie. Yeah, I really, really did not like this movie at all. Like, this is—I mean, this is up there with Kiki's Delivery Service for like oh my God. movie I have most hated what for this podcast. I had wild. a great time watching this, but I think it's because I... okay, I'm gonna let you two talk about it then because I don't—I don't think that I need to just like blast the movie up front for anyone who still has nostalgia or whatever. But what, what did you sell me on this movie? Either of you, please, like, tell me why you like this movie because i genuinely do not understand i watched this with my mom she said that it was like having needles shoved into her eyeballs watching it oh boy you know what it is and she's not wrong you know i i think it's like with all due respect you want to know how bad she thought this movie was she watched the kevin smith uh sean payton movie on netflix afterwards and thought that was pretty good oh my god God. well i think that says more about you guys than it (laughs) does about the movie i'm gonna be completely honest with you um and i think there might just be like a cultural divide here yeah because the whole it with the people i've talked to about it and people that enjoy it 
I now realize are predominantly like come from a, you know, Latino background. And I think the joke is, now that I think about it, is we're laughing at this white guy. And you, as a Caucasian male, yeah. Make, oh wow, we're getting, we're getting into deep layers of this. There's like subconscious. The joke. Like, I don't like that I'm being made fun of. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you see a lot of uh, Nacho Libre in yourself, and you're like, <laughs> I don't like this. Did I get into my profession to uh, woo this woman in my life? And uh, I mean, I don't know if you did, but it worked. No. Congratulations. <laughs> but uh yeah no i did believe it or not i did not pursue blogging for the women uh that was not uh, that was not the primary motive. You didn't do it for the fame and glory yeah that's just it's just a nice side effect you know <laughs> no i mean i had a good time watching it i just i really like these like weird um just sayings that they have just like random like um that one part where the one priest is all like, I've had diarrhea since Easter's. I don't know yeah. why, but that makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, like, it, joke for joke, it is a very funny movie. Like, I th- yeah. I think the joke, the, I quote that movie probably as much as I quote SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes. Every time <laughs> I eat chips, like, I just ordered Chipotle. And every time I order, like, a burrito bowl of chips, um, it is, it is a really funny, and not even that, just like the story itself, I think is really charming. Yeah, like, I think so too. And the fact that he is a, what what is it? A, uh, com- is a- comes from a family of like Eastern European slash Mexican, uh, yeah. it, which explains, we, we talked yeah, about it earlier Yeah, tie back the to podcast. the intro. That did, you were right. They did explain they did why ex- Jack Black was <laughs> the only white guy in the movie. <laughs> and you know, I thought I thought that was a fine explanation for a kids' movie. You don't really need to go much deeper than that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think his portrayal of being half well, I guess in the movie he is half Latino, but in real life he's not. But I don't think he's doing a very offensive take on it. I think <laughs> it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely meant to be funny, and I think one of the like subtle jokes within the movie is that his accent gets progressively worse as the movie goes on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which yeah, I think you can is so hear, funny. You can kind of hear Jack Black's like regular voice kind of slip in, <laughs> in and out a little bit sometimes, but. Especially during the parts where he's singing. It's just Jack Black doing <laughs> yeah. like guitar riffs with his mouth. Like you didn't, oh, that's you didn't what he does think- though. You didn't even think that was funny. You didn't think his I I actually that is his acting tick that I hate the most. Like what? it is uh, yeah, I do not think it's funny. I think it's obnoxious. And so <laughs> no, like he's when he's I'm like, "Oh god, I thought I was at least going to get out of watching the thing that I like watching Jack Black do least." And then it's like he has multiple parts where he goes on like a vocal solo and I was like, "Uh, yeah, you this movie is just singer? not for me." You know what? You know what the thing that I did like, though? I will add one more thing that I did like. I thought that at least the the bromance between him and his homeless burglar friend. Um, Escaleto. Yeah. Uh, I uh, he calls that him that... Stanley, right? Or is his uh, name? No, no, no. Not, uh, Steven. Steven. Yeah, at one point like he, ca- he called him a different name, which I didn't understand. <laughs> but I'm guessing that's his name. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I... <laughs> 
yeah so they you know like i thought the the kind of bromance between the two of them was kind of sweet in a way it was like weird like just two guys oh, who met he, he believed in, in a, science and he uh nacho Libre yeah the, I, the, I can't believe in science that i believe in science thing was funny and then the part that i was going to mention specifically was nacho saying like oh we're fighting the children of satan or whatever they were fighting we that night baptized. he's like i have to baptize you and then just instantly just like surprise from behind just dunks him in a bowl of water that that's, part actually did that's pretty life. funny so funny that's yeah, so that part funny. was pretty funny the physical comedy of that part was good and i just feel like going playing the movie back in my head there are just so many iconic just abs- like people say absolute scenes all the time but nacho libre has absolute scenes <laughs> like throughout the movie the you know the mariachi performance scene i know you said you hate jack black singing that whole that whole party scene was hilarious i was cringing during that entire top that's the point though that's the comedy. point and like you you know, Mia brought up at, when at the, the woman is chasing him through the hole in the wall, trying yes. to get him or something. I was like, "What?" And she in has the a hell bunch of dolls. <laughs> you didn't think that was funny either. I just thought it was so weird. I don't know. It just yeah, I, I fucking it was not loved it for me. But and I I think the reason Nacho Libre resonates with me still as an adult is I I don't think it is a kids movie. Like, I don't watch that movie and think this movie is filled with jokes for kids. I mean, there like, are some fart jokes. Yeah, like, are. I was going to say, the, the constant fart noises are definitely for the kids. <laughs> no, that, not for me. Noise that comes out of your butt. What, what's funnier than that, you know? <laughs> That's peak um, comedy right there. But I, it's like... Mia, there's the clip for social. There's noise that comes out of your butt. What's funnier than that? <laughs> I I think it has the same like weird comedy that made Napoleon Dynamite yeah. funny to me. I, it's it's like, and it's the same director too. And you either yeah, hate yeah, it. I think that was his point. <laughs> <laughs> you either hate it or you love it. And yeah. it seems through the years people have found new reasons to hate it, but I think generally speaking if you would have seen this movie when it came out, Harrison, I think you probably would have walked away with the same impression. That I'm, like, pretty confident about. I don't know. No, I think I was about, like, 15 or something when this came out. I might have thought it was funnier back then. I had way worse taste in movies, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I will uh, say another thing about this movie is like I thought feels- like all the like scary movie spinoffs were hilarious at that point in my life. So I probably would have like fond memories of this movie had I seen it then. Um, I will say one thing about this movie is that it's I, it feels very authentic. Like you can tell they did really try to make it authentic. And I think they did like uh, film on on location in Mexico. I think the background actors were actual people that lived in the town and everything. And I think yeah. that's really cool. And just showing the ridiculousness of Lucha Libre, I think, is pretty fun, too. It's not, it's kind of like a, it's a loving love, like, what am I trying to say? It's, um, it's not making fun of it. It's just showing how it's like an homage. Is. It's yeah. a love letter to, yeah, that's to, what I was trying to say. Lucha Libre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's, I really like it. I Me think too. it's, it's well, like, if you are, uh, 
young American like I was, and that was your introduction to Lucha Libre, which for a lot of people, it was, it, was it wasn't for me because I grew up, you know, in a, but a family from Mexico and I thought you were uh, gonna say fighting in like mass wrestling. Like yeah, was- you know you know the uh they're like the lion people that he has to fight, the duo. The, yeah. I was the, one of the them. little people? Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I, I thought it was great and I lo- I like it so much. It's a good representation and it really shows um to the mass audience like the cultural the culture of Mexico because I remember when I first watched it that was the first time I saw the I'm gonna fucking butcher this but like the corn that they eat with the yeah Yeah, that was the first time I saw it and I was like what the hell is that but (laughs) his buddy killed someone with one of those I know they cut away he threw it in the eye he went into his skull I don't know how you watch that and you don't bust up laughing that I is... laughed at that part, I guess. Okay, yeah. so there are parts. There, you laughed more than once. You just Yeah, I just, you know, it, like, it, it's funny. Listening to the two of you talk about it and, like, describe it, I, I'm honestly finding it funnier now in <laughs> retrospect than I did while watching the movie. Um, you know, and, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it really meandered. I thought that a lot of the kind of physical comedy aspects of it, the sound effects during the fights, the like some of the choreography and whatever, it was just like so kind of corny and hammy and ridiculous that like I just couldn't get into it. No, and- I love the way that Jack Black says things like when he's all like, do you remember when I ripped my blouse? <laughs> Something like that. It's like I, when I messaged you yesterday, I deliberately spell I want a queen and it's like it, that's the most ridiculous nobody nobody from Mexico sounds like that no. and I I enjoy him being like the joke in the movie I don't yeah. think anybody it's not like uh you know Benedict Cumberbatch's performance and imitation game or you know no, no, nobody's doing nobody's expecting like an oscar worthy performance from jack black i guess except harrison like, <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> um i'm question- a consumer of cinema okay so did you, okay did you at least like the fighting parts when they were doing like the wrestling and stuff like that uh some of them were i mean some of them were amusing i guess it's supposed to be like over the top i feel yeah. like and i i, think I don't know I fun just, too. Like, it was it, it's funny so like you know uh, w- one of the themes of this podcast is like seeing how movies have aged and things like that and it's just like uh, you know the first thing uh, given the news cycle of this week you know with the snow white and the seven dwarves and peter dinklage's comments on it and disney mm-hmm. basically being like oh we're going to reimagine that whole part i was watching the entire scene with the little people making hog demon noises uh, and screeching but as that's they their flew character, around though. the rings. Like, yeah, as as I'm just saying, let, let's let's ask yeah. Peter Dinklage how he feels about that. Get no, him that's on. Like the, Get him that's on like their character. That's their character that they play as a lucha libre. Like yeah. it's a persona that they put on, and you know that's how people know them. I don't it's think like, uh, Were you a were you a WWE fan? Uh not really. Neither was I. Yeah. So I guess uh, and we can the, agree on some things. Look yes. at us meeting in the middle. <laughs> the question I have for you both is: uh, Would you be interested in a sequel to this movie? Yes, hundred percent. I want I want Nacho to be like super old, but 
but he's still wrestling. Old Man Nacho? <laughs> yes, I want that. I want the sequel. Like Logan, but with Nacho Libre. <laughs> yeah. But it's I want like literally really the movie Logan, sequel. but with Nacho Libre. Uh, he's like, he's like, bringing a little luchador across the country. Um, oh, he's all like one last fight. Kind of like the wrestler, but like. <laughs> or like Cars 3. <laughs> yeah. He's my, like, I got to do it for the orphans. I my, hate orphans. <laughs> I hate all the orphans in the world. <laughs> like, and, and that's why, like, when I watch it, that is not a children's movie to me. As, as a child, I don't hear that line and I'm like, man, that's really funny. What are orphans? <laughs> like, I, I wasn't desensitized that young. Uh, I don't know if, you know, social media and uh, everything... Like, I didn't know what an orphan was at the time, but watching you know who's it. The, who's the best in there in this movie? Fucking Chancho. Chancho was the best. He was the goat. He kept. He was a very cute kid. And he, he was he, so you know, cute. He was pretty solid. You know, you never know. Like, a lot of these he movies that we watched, you know, as we kind of go back, you know, and the child acting is hit or miss, you know, as we rewatch some of these childhood favorites. I thought that the kids, at least in this movie, you know, it's not like they were asked to hit these super complex emotional notes, but I thought that they were, you know, fine. They did anyway. Thank yeah. you, Harrison. I agree. Or he yeah, gives Chancho, them his mom's- Chancho was snubbed for best supporting actor <laughs> at the Oscars that year. Chancho, who gives uh, Nacho Libre his mom's lucky machete. Yeah. <laughs> Just My... out of random. Why? Doesn't matter. <laughs> because that mo- that's the whole movie. The whole movie is non-secular. <laughs> like, that's what makes it like, funny, though. It's like, a, it's like a bad hour and a half SNL skit. Oh what? My no, God. I feel like this is basically TikTok humor, if we're really being honest. Very non-secular. <laughs> Jack Black secretly invented TikTok. I mean, he is good at TikTok. I, I don't know if he has followed him on TikTok. He gets he it. Have, yeah, he gets it. And that's why this movie works, is because he gets it. He gets what where this movie's going or what the humor is, and he's just going to play into it. Me and I are just so young that we understand comedy on yeah. a different level than you. <laughs> exactly. I think, is this me? Am I the old? Am I old now? Is this, like, my official transition? Like, I think this was the year you probably, like, whatever generational divide there is between us, it started then with Nacho yeah. Libre. Yeah, it was. It I was bet there 2006, is. It was that movie was made. So you're honestly was... telling me that pretty much all, every Adam Sandler movie is funnier than this movie. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I can't. Oh, and, and that that move, those movies don't have fart jokes. They do. Yeah. Nothing but fart jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Eight Crazy Nights with uh, with Sarah the other day. My that, that is a future for... movie for this podcast, by the no, way. No, it's not. It is nothing but fart jokes and adam sandler going shut up like yeah, he adam does Sandler's in doing every a fucking movie voice yeah the entire but i time. have nostalgia for those just like both of you have nostalgia for this one yeah so, no, 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 we don't have nostalgia we it's we because it's a it. good movie we have taste yeah is nostalgia taste. french for taste we have culture that's what we have <laughs> uh my okay, so el- said- oh god my elevator pitch okay we're not really brave too maybe you're not into this Nacho Libre. I mean, if it's just Logan with Nacho Libre, I would watch that movie. No, no, no. Here we go, right? The the stage is set for, let's just say, 10 years later. The, the title of the movie, I want to clarify, is called Nacho Libre Dos Ramses Revenge. Because if <laughs> Not you go... Nacho to Libre? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you go back in the movie, Ramses was kind of screwed out of whatever title he was supposed to win because they cheated to get into the ring. They ran over that guy's toe with the cart, and that was the only reason they're there. Wouldn't it be that guy's revenge, though? No. No, no he can't no, walk no. anymore, so yeah. he doesn't get to get revenge. <laughs> He's permanently damaged. So what Ramses does to get back at Nacho is kidnap the orphans mm. from the orphanage. And in order to get the orphans back, Nacho has to fight like a tournament of fighters. Like think like multi-level palace he has to get through to get to Ramses, who at this time is like Bane, basically. Like a super yoked up version of himself. And has been like, think of Darth Maul keep it like his hatred for obi-wan keeping him alive this is what i'm says at this stage of his life his whole life devoted to this rematch with nacho and nacho's not as young as he used to be um and like things in his life have changed it's just you fall you follow this character through the many lives he's lived since but the one thing that's still stuck with him is his love for orphans and his love for lucha libre Tears. Not his love for, for what's her name? His love interest. Encarnacion. Yeah. No, she's out of the picture. This is no, all the, okay. So the only reason, I, the only way I would watch this movie is if the orphans are all the same actors and they just, for some reason, like they never moved out of the orphanage, but they're all like 30 now. And Mo- Moises Arias was recently in uh, King of Staten Island. Island. Yeah. 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 Harrison messed him up, and he thought it was uh, Cameron Cameron Boyce, the guy that just uh, passed away like a year ago. Oh, yeah. And no, I'm like, no, they no. look nothing alike. That's, they uh, have kind of the same face. No, that's Rico from Hannah Montana. They're, they're, they're totally different child actors. All right, well, my bad. What Harrison does, I'm learning now, is his brain auto-corrects or auto-compares things from Adam Sandler movies that he likes. Like, if it's not an Adam Sandler movie, it's already at a disadvantage. But yeah, that be, and if it's not a Marvel movie. It has to be really, really good in order yep. to make up for it not being an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, well, welcome to my life. <laughs> you know how I, hard uh, it is to get Harrison to watch movies that aren't Adam Sandler movies? <laughs> why, do you think I put, I, why do you think I came up with this podcast? <laughs> Do you think uh, because you wanted to use my platform to get yourself more? No, famous? I wanted to you to watch some of the movies that I like. Did you watch? Uh, was Uncut Gems the first like dramatic movie you'd ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. but it was one of the best ones easily. He was snubbed <laughs> for an Oscar that year. Honestly, he should as penance make like Hubie Halloween three. Don't even make two. Just skip three. Oh, it's skip to be three. On brand, yeah. Anyways, Harrison. I, 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 I still need the Sandler CU. Like, I need all of his characters teaming up in some sort of Avengers-like okay, but, comedy. But, you know, Adam Sandler wasn't in this movie. You know who was? Jack Black. Jack Black was in this movie. So does this mean that you hate Jack Black now, officially? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're there. I mean, I want to like him, because... Okay, that's like one movie out of how many Jack Black movies have you seen? Uh, you know, honestly, Dude. I'd have to go through his filmography and tell you. But You loved School of Rock. You yeah, loved School Tropic of Rock Thunder. Was really good. Tropic Thunder? Uh, I didn't really like him that much in Tropic Thunder. I was thinking more about it after the intro part. And of course like, you were. the funniest part of Tropic Thunder was like, you know, like Ben Stiller and 
Robert Downey Jr. Some of the aspects of that movie that have not aged as well and Tom Cruise and... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're batting how much? So we're like one for two, I guess? Batting 500. Yeah. All right, well, what didn't you like about this movie? I feel like I've already kind of gotten into that. Yeah. (laughs) All right, I think... Did you like the music? That's what happens when you're with two professional podcasters, Mia. We just touch on all this stuff automatically, (laughs) just throwing each other lobs. Kristen and I I posted almost like eight episodes of a Lakers podcast together before, you know, ending up with different co-hosts because... I did like the music in this movie. I remember the the music. The music is iconic. Iconic. Very iconic. His, like, whole... I'm a holy man. I think that's one of the songs was pretty good. We didn't like the music. That's okay. You don't care. It wasn't the worst part of the movie. All right. I've I've had enough. I thought his love interest was pretty. Does that is that is that good? Yes. Let's give that to Harrison. Are you gonna drop us some trivia on this movie? You're the one who said who you were. uh... Oh, I thought you meant me. I'm like, no, I did not look up anything about this movie. (laughs) Uh, no, I think you. The so the mini documentary that I had watched on it previously just talked about slash produced and you know <laughs> he got directed <laughs> wrote <laughs> just talked about like the amount of care that went into making sure that the setting and the people outside of Nacho Libre seemed authentic, um, you know, to its surroundings and a big part of that was as Mia said was incorporating like actual people the background actors are from the local communities a lot of the uh crew for that movie was from mexico and were locals and um i i do really think jack black notwithstanding uh it does do a really good job of feeling like it it's authentic and Really, the point I think it it hammers home for anybody that cares to see it is that Jack Black is the joke. Like he's, we are laughing at him because he's so silly, not because you know anything about his accent or like saying that people that talk like that are are funny and and have funny accents. It's because Jack Black is doing it that it's funny, and I I think he really does make that movie i don't know if that movie really works with with anybody else i don't think so either i can't not even I, the I'm same trying to imagine like who <laughs> like the funniest possible choice to put in the nacho libre role adam sandler would just be <laughs> yeah adam sandler would not do a good job no Sorry. i don't think adam sandler could do, or adam sandler played a didn't he play a native american in that like netflix movie yeah, yes he did. yeah that he was did. <laughs> But Adam Sandler's not in this movie. I don't know why we keep talking about him. This is all, it's about all Harrison wants to talk about, baby. Lakers and Adam you Sandler. You keep bringing him up. I don't. <laughs> I want to bring him up. Uh, well, I'm quite disappointed that Harrison didn't. I'd like watch him. a sequel to this if Adam Sandler was in it. <laughs> of Just since would. you're all asking. No, no one's asking. He's not your Libra's agent. <laughs> I think that's like the basketball movie he's making. So it'd probably have to be something else. Like, I don't know. Who could he play? No, he could no, he could have played something. He could play one of the movie. orphans. <laughs> yeah. De-aged Adam Sandler. It'll be like uh the one movie where um he doesn't he has to go back to like grade school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Madison. Yes. Classic. The guy couldn't even recall the title. That's how we haven't even watched that for the podcast yet. Can. 
Yeah, I know. I was avoiding that. Okay, well, uh, next week on the podcast, no, it's my no, turn no, no, to pick no, no, a movie. No. So, no, no, well, actually, no, no. no. The one thing I will leave you with is, Christian, I understand, you know, where you're coming from and that Jack Black is supposed to be the joke. My only thing is, you know, I just wonder, I'm not saying that he should be. I just wonder, you know, if he came out and started doing this accent as like a joke in an interview today, would he be canceled? Why would he do it in an interview? Because I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if he did it, he started playing this character out of the context of this movie. What do you mean? Would you still feel the same? Probably not, but I think context is really important in this yeah. case. Like, okay, so I win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did did no. you copy and paste that right from one of the Rotten Tomatoes reviews? <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate. I just feel like somebody had to say it on this podcast, you know. Okay, well, I'm glad really, it was you. Yeah. I'm glad you it, got it that could out. only be you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to fight for what's right around here. Okay. No, this movie and... did really well in Mexico too. Like, like people really liked it, and it wasn't offensive to it wasn't offensive to them. So I think this is it's still a good movie, and I think it really shows different cultures to different people. And Look at that's... free market Mia over here. She's like the market decided that this movie is not <laughs> offensive. Okay. Whatever. Okay, it's a funny movie, and you just don't see the humor because. Because you're old. <laughs> yeah, that's what we uncovered in this is we we will do a poll where Yeah, I think have... that honestly, you know, honestly, I think both of you might have discovered something. Like, you know, I, I never yeah, found Vine all that funny. Mia forces me to watch Vine compilations like once a week. And Vine? It's what? How on YouTube or whatever. You pull them up on your phone and you're like, oh, these vines like that change my life or it's whatever. TikTok. It's like stupid no thing. And, and then TikTok that too. And no, it's like, no, I never find them that funny. And, oh but this was God. basically yeah. TikTok before TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. I think we figured it out. It's yeah, like this no and SNL digital shorts are yeah, like- the only good thing about SNL. The cultural divide. Yeah. All right. Well, you just, you know, you dated yourself. Whatever. Harrison. That's the point of this podcast, right? Yeah, I guess so. Anyways, Christian, thank you so much for joining us. Um, where can people find you if they liked you? And where uh, can people find you if they didn't like you? You can follow me. Uh, Kristen's Rad- address is. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at Rad Rebus on uh, Twitter. That's R-A-D-R-I-V-A-S on Twitter. If you liked me as a guest, and if you didn't, I'm uh, at Anthony Irwin LA <laughs> on Twitter. Nice. Nice. It's yeah. it's cool that you keep two Twitter accounts just for that, like that yeah. purpose, just so that you can keep the good and the for positive the review separate. Yeah, it is, or the like, bad and the positive review separate. It's like a resoundingly negative on my Anthony Irwin LA uh, account. That is bad. But you're just playing a character like only. Jack Black. Like that's Absolutely. not that's yes. not anyone's real thoughts. That account is the joke. It, correct. Yes. Now you get it. Hey, we did it. I think, that's not, I think we just <laughs> solved it. The there we go. Let's go. Anyways, you can find us on Apple Podcast and Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. And you can also find us on Twitter. We are open, always, always open to suggestions because one, we're lazy. And two, we love hearing from the people. Um, so yeah. But not this week, because this, this week, week I have chosen the movie because it is my turn and we are going to watch Billy Madison. No. <laughs> We are. Yeah, I know that we had talked about a different movie before this, but Christian, thank you for bringing up Adam Sandler so much. I was trying to think of movies that I loved as a child that I have not forced Mia to watch yet. And I was like, damn, have we gone through the whole Sandler and Will Ferrell Rolodex? And we have found one 
but we have not yet. The last thing I will say. This is the first and last time you're on this podcast, Christian. (laughs) The last thing I will say is. Christian's coming back next week for Billy Madison. (laughs) Will Ferrell is clear of Adam Sandler. I think hit for hit, you put Will Ferrell's movies up against Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell comes out on top. I actually would agree with that. I would agree with that too. Yeah. Elf well, is... I think Will Ferrell is more talented and like just overall has a better filmography. Well, yeah. Correct. And as a producer too, I think he's better. I mean, he made Succession. So what does Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler produced the Kevin James movie uh, with <laughs> Sean Payton on Netflix. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. Adam Sandler's great, you know, like nothing but respect for my goat, but Will Ferrell's amazing. Like, Anyways, we will conclude this Adam Sandler podcast somehow, how this happened. And uh, we're going to change the, the name of the podcast to Sandler and <laughs> Reconsider. Um, I'm going to go and throw up because I hate Adam Sandler. And uh, all right, everyone, thanks for listening and everyone stay safe out there. Bye.